Well, we finally have Megan's first episode of her podcast, and uh, well, this teaser has a lot of symbols that I would like to share with you as you're about to find out. Welcome back, my body language buddies. My name is Jesus Enrique Rosas. I'm the body language guy, and it would be great if you join us by just liking this video, subscribing, and hitting that bell. Let's get down to it. Now, well, Spotify made a full welcome to the Duchess. She's here. Stars, Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, brings us a new podcast. Welcome to archetypes and they posted this video this clip that i will be glad to analyze as soon as we watch it people should expect the real me in this and probably the me that they've never gotten to know certainly not in the past few years um, where everything is through the lens of the media as opposed to hey it's me i'm just excited to be myself and talk and be unfiltered and yeah it's fun so there you have it. I know that you picked up many signals, including verbal signals, but the most important ones that I could see at first sight on a first pass was uh, she using her palms up, like, well, I'm, I'm clean, I'm clear, I'm open to these guests that are gonna come to my podcast, and she's also raising her eyebrows, which is a signal of goodwill. You're used to uh, raise our eyebrows when we are glad to see a person coming, or we are glad about something. It's not only about surprise. So in that regard, she's got an open body language. That's nice. But then we arrive at the problem of how she refers to herself so many times in just 15 seconds. The real me in this, and probably the me, hey, it's me, and, of course, I'm just excited to be myself. People were saying that, it's all about me, 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 and I think Megan is not aware of how does a podcast work, because you have a guest and you need to make your guests talk. And to give you an idea of how self-centered this podcast is gonna be, Right from the start, in the first episode, the first five minutes, is Megan retelling the dishwasher soap ad from Procter & Gamble and the letter she wrote to Hillary Clinton and yada 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 that Tom Bauer already said the record straight that this never happened. That answer from Procter & Gamble never happened. Then I wonder how many times do we have to hear or listen or read the same story over and over again? Don't you have any other anecdotes and and isn't this format a podcast about your guests yeah maybe you see joe rogan uh, talking about himself briefly or laia helpern or logan paul and some of these podcasters have an ego the size of the london eye but they are clever enough to understand that People want to hear about the anecdotes of their guests, about their life experience, about what they bring to the table. Their guests are the main protagonists of a podcast, not the host whose main job is to ask the right questions to get the conversation going. So it's baffling that in the teaser of her podcast, Megan just talks about herself. She could have said, I'm excited about listening to all these anecdotes and all these life experiences of my upcoming guests, and I'm sure you will find a lot of treasures in here. Just like that. It's that simple. So you might be wondering, how does this work? How does Megan talk about herself in her podcast and at the same time, interview or talk with another guest. Well, regarding Serena, you have to read this. 
Megan suggests that William's experiences of playing professional tennis while raising a child may be analogous to her own time as a member of the royal family. Dear Megan, you were a working royal for just 72 days. That's all. That's that's all that you gave to the royal family and to the monarchy. And you're trying to make like a crossroads, a comparison between Serena's professional career as a tennis player and later as a mother with your experience with the British royal family as a working royal? Give me a break. Now, let's pay attention and how she used these words. People should expect the real me in this and probably the me that they've never gotten to know. There is one word in here that is critical and that is should. Yeah, I know that should is a very versatile verb that could be used to uh, convey probability. But at the same time, it's a very commanding one because its main meaning is used to indicate obligation, duty or correctness, typically when criticizing someone's actions. So when she says, People should expect the real me in this. Yeah, it could be probability, but it sounds a bit bossy, don't you think? Also, all this stuff about the real me in this and probably the me that they've never gotten to know. And who was that at the Oprah interview? Just a question. Who is the real Megan? Are we gonna finally see the real Megan? Will the real Megan please stand up? But it gets more complicated when we have the next sentence. Certainly not in the past few years, um, where everything is through the lens of the media. Mm, I guess you mean the media that you have on a speed dial? Those paparazzis that conveniently show up at undisclosed locations and somehow detect you by satellite or something? Those paparazzis, maybe? Does backgrade ring a bell? So the main selling point of this teaser is to have like an idea of what we're going to expect. And well, it seems that we're going to expect a lot of Megan talking about herself. And it's interesting that they made sure to use a palette, a very conservative palette of earth colors. Uh, like she wants to be portrayed as down to earth, less humble as, and I think that's why she's got that ponytail, that tight ponytail, because she doesn't want to draw that much attention to herself. That's why the earth palette, the down to earth palette, that retro vintage palette. And it's interesting because Megan is usually looking into the future because she doesn't like anything conservative or any traditions. She wants to break with all of that. She wants to start her own revolution. But in this case, the palette is extremely conservative. Like, it's not gonna be about me, it's about my guests. And we also have that word, unfiltered. And boy, I guess we're gonna have these revelations, these unfiltered revelations on each and every episode of this podcast. And what is gonna happen? She issued, she published her first episode with Serena, and people are not talking about Serena. People are talking of whatever happened with Archie and the nursery that, uh, well, it caught fire when they were at that South African engagement. And how she was forced by the evil royal family to keep on her royal duties after that unfortunate incident. So, you mean this royal engagement? Well, she doesn't look uh, worried or sad or upset at all. Maybe she's a great actress after all? I don't know. And speaking of which, you can't help but notice that smirk at the end. It's gonna be fun. Maybe it's fun how is she going to play with the media? 
How is she going to get all those headlines running? You know, the last time I saw her with a face like this was, uh, well, in uh, another situation where she stirred the pot to make headlines worldwide in a big way. So don't be surprised if her taking shots at the royal family is going to be the way to keep her numbers running. How sad. I thought she was going to talk about women empowerment and not depending on a monarchy or an evil racist organization. But what could I know? My body language buddies. Remember to download my 100 battle language tips right in the description of this video. And my name is Jesus Enrique Rosas, I'm the battle language guy. And until we meet in another video or another live, much love and bliss.